What the mock is up, Whisper Nation? We're here mocking around the Christmas tree. Another mock draft from the Fantasy Whispers right now. All right, Whisper Nation, Big Travi, Johnny Game Time Hicks, and Austin Sear here about to get involved in another mock draft. Let's get it started. Are Hit you that guys... start button. All right. Begin draft. First picks up. It's Ezekiel Elliott. No surprise. Alvin Kamara, Saquon Barkley following up. Big Travi, who are you going with at pick number four? Got to go with my guy, Christian McCaffrey here. Really like what he brings to the table. His usage of over 90% in that offense last year was stellar. They haven't done a lot to back uh, put behind him or threaten him as far as talent-wise. So I, I really like what they're going to be doing. North Turner loves one back. so Love Christian McCaffrey there. The computer next went with Todd Gurley. Woo, that's a risk built in pick there. Not. Melvin Gordon, David Johnson. Johnny, who are you taking at eight? Yeah, so I'm kind of stuck. I, I mean, I don't. Johnny, can you see the screen? Oh, I can see the screen. Real nice here. And the nice thing about it is you guys can't see where I'm looking, so I'm bluffing everybody. And except for Potter, I who think, seems to know exactly who you're picking. Yeah, apparently. Uh, <laughs> don't ever draft with your dogs around because they're not about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Is a con- is a contract dispute? Is he? Is he? You guys having interpersonal issues over on that side? Potter. Didn't get. The deal worked out that I he was think, hoping to. I think he realized exactly who Johnny was going to pick, and he's like, "No, no, you don't do that. Pick yeah. Don't do that. I'm a dog, and I'm telling you not to do that." <laughs> All right, um, I am going to go. Uh, I'm going to do something I normally don't do here. I'm going to go DeAndre Hopkins in the first round, uh, even in a standard league. We'll see how this pans out. Um, first receiver off the board there. James right. Conner next, Le'Veon Bell, and then back-to-back receivers. The computer took yeah, Devonte Adams, Juju Smith-Schuster, oh Michael Thomas going again. Uh, another receiver there, Joe Mixon, followed by Odell Beckham, Dalvin Cook, and back to Johnny now for his second-round pick. All right, so for my second-round pick here, I'm gonna do things. Uh, this is a draft. This is a mock draft. So let's get a little funky here. I want to Dra- see how this of a draft. Uh, yeah, well, I want to see. Uh, I want to mix it up. Do something. It's a made-up made draft. So. A made-up game. So I'm going to go, you know, I've got the positional, should in theory have the positional advantage right now at wide receiver. I'm looking at the running backs on the board right now, guys, and and they're not really, uh, you know, Damian Williams here. uh, I took him in my last mock draft. He's he's creeping up. Yeah, he's really, really creeping up there. And... Mm. um, so here's my thought process, guys. So I can take Damian. He should be a really nice, solid RB1 there. Or I can mm-hmm. switch it up and take Travis Kelsey and for sure have possible, you know, two, in theory, two advantages at two different positions, wide receiver and tight end. Uh, but if, if I do that, it's going to leave me extremely, extremely thin at running back. So I'm going to take Damian here. And uh, he'll be on my team again. I think that is a better move than going with Travis Kelsey, though, who went right after you. Yeah. Followed by Julio Jones, Mike Evans, and that puts Big Travi on the clock. What you got? 
I'm a little uh, nervous here. I don't really particularly love a lot of these guys, um, but if I'm looking at it from a standpoint of volume and uh, commitment to a running back and commitment to an offensive line, I'm going to draft Leonard Fournette here. Mm. I uh, This is a guy that was taken in the first round last year and should return uh, an RB1 value if healthy the whole year, but that's a big if, and I'm very aware of that. We know um, what his talent's about if he brings it. This is a standard league, and running backs are paramount. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why I'm going to turn around and take another running back here. I'm going to take Derrick like Henry. Yep. So I've now stacked three, what should be you know, upwards of 80% usage on their teams, hopefully uh, big, strong running backs that can handle a, a big workload. There you go. Uh, following up from those picks, Antonio Brown, Sony Michelle, Keenan Allen were taken. Um, leaving Johnny up here in his third-round pick. So um, just – I, I want to note this. If you look at this number one pick selection, you've got Ezekiel Elliott, Zach Ertz, and Patrick Mahomes. Talk about Travis loves this strategy of the three elites um, at different positions. So you got Zeke, Zach Ertz, and Patrick Mahomes. Kind of interesting. Kind of watch that one on the if you're following along here. Uh, I like how the start of that team is going as well. Um, when I'm looking at mine, it's kind of interesting here. So I was thinking about taking Travis Kelsey, getting that positional advantage uh, last in the last round, but I ended up taking a running back here. There's still a couple of option, options. Pairing A.J. Green with uh, DeAndre Hopkins could be very, very nice here. I do like Aaron Jones as well as uh, for my second running back. Would mm-hmm. be kind of nice, but um, if I'm looking into the fourth round here, kind of peaking a little bit, I um, when we look at these running backs... Uh, that are could possibly come around to me, and you're looking at like Tyreek Cohen, Jordan Howard, Josh Jacobs as my RB two. Uh, it's a little shaky there. I would really like to take Travis Kelsey here, or I mean, excuse me. Um, you can't though because no. he was taken earlier. No, uh, I would really like to take George Kittle here. Denied. And kind of sure that up. You know, I feel like that would be a pretty pretty. Uh, well balanced team. Get, get yourself a Are you kill? gonna do, Johnny? You think you'll ever tell us? The clock is ticking. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm. The, I'm do the, it. the heat is on. Gonna meddle with a little kettle. I'm gonna go, Aaron Jones. Oh, Aaron Jones. I love Aaron Jones because ability of being an R one. You could be getting the lead back on a very productive Green Bay offense. Your Green Bay offense has just been weird as of late. But this year, I don't know why they would have any. Reason to think Aaron Jones is going to have serious competition. Rodgers loves him. Right. Uh, the fans love him. He loves himself. His mother loves him. <laughs> Uncles and aunts all speak positively. <laughs> so do we here, the fantasy whispers. <laughs> Following up from that Aaron Jones pick, we saw Mark Ingram, Adam Thielen, AJ Green, George Kittle. Remember that one. You can't take him again. Amari Cooper, Aaron Rodgers, Chris Carson, Devontae Freeman. Big Travis up now. Uh, Johnny's second pick. This yeah. is his turn pick. This there. is my turn pick. So flipping uh, around there. So it sucks because I was really hoping Devonte Freeman would fall to me. And look at this guy right before me. Look at this guy. Can I just mention this guy before me? Screw the computer. James Connor, Dalvin Cook, Mark Ingram, and Devonte Freeman. You took four running backs. What are what Smart is he man. doing? He's just trying to snipe my players. But hey, okay. he knows that you'll be asking him for a trade later on this year. Officially. Late the market. Yeah, it's all right. I got a, I got a, a running back in Josh oh. Jacobs that I think will be a monster. He's going to be a stud there. He's going to get a ton of carries. Nobody to compete. Doug Martin is not going to compete 
with Josh Jacobs. Is he? He's a monster. Is he the fast running kind of monster or the slow running? He's a more of a, a slow. Like he's he's like a, a Brandon. You Jacobs. don't want the slow running monster. Running back. Hey, it, he'll score a lot of touchdowns, and that's what we like. He'll just pop up behind the pylon, like Michael from Friday the Thirteenth. He can also catch as well. So, all right, that's a cool pick there, though. I think that he's going to have a lot of volume. I do like that one. Another guy I like there, Philip Lindsay, taken after that. Tariq Cohen, Darius Geis, and then Big Travi. Tell us who you took in the next spot there. Uh, I took Stefan Diggs here. I like that pick. That's a good um, pick. I'm, I'm a big fan of Stefan Diggs this year. I think with the way that we saw after Dalvin Cook came back from injury, uh, the way that the Vikings leaned on the run, and then that benefited uh, Stefan Diggs, who scored six of his eight uh, touchdowns in the uh, last eight weeks of the season, and so I'm really, I'm really excited about Stephon Diggs' prospects this year. Very talented. Yeah, Andrew Luck taken after that, followed by Carryon Johnson, Cooper Cup, Julian Edelman, Kenyon Drake, Brandon Cooks, and here we go, Travis in the fifth round. I am going to take a quarterback, Baker Mayfield. Wow, in the fifth round. Wow, uh, I'm really excited about Baker Baker Mayfield this year. Apparently. Um, Apparently. I, uh, yeah, I think that Baker Mayfield has top three upside. I think that he will hit on that upside. I think the team's loaded. We saw, you know, Cleveland, only two other teams besides Cleveland in only about eight weeks worth of time, because that's when kitchens took over, but only two other teams had more plays of 20 plus yards. He broke the rookie record for uh, touchdowns and that was without uh, OBJ. I'm really excited. And without Kareem hunt, I'm really excited with, what the Browns can do this year. And that means if, if we expect them, project them to be this top five op- offense, that means Baker Mayfield's going to be uh, pretty good, especially for fantasy purposes. I mean, Big Travi knows I love Baker Mayfield. Uh, I don't. I, in the fifth? In the fifth, it's a little bit uh, high for me, but uh, I, I do think that the upside is definitely there. And when you're looking at the quarterbacks, that are on the board at this point. Like he has the highest upside at that position. I think over Deshaun Watson. Um, again, we talk about that not offense. De- not, and, huh? Not denying that one. Yeah. So uh, uh, we'll, we'll break that, that one down more when we get, keep moving this draft here. Along. All right. So um, I can't believe this possibly happened to me. It's like, I don't know what's going on with these mock drafts, but everything's just falling into place for me. I got to take my boy. Can't believe he's still here. Kenny G. Baby Megatron is what they call him in Detroit. He's going to be the number one guy over there, and he's going to score a ton of touchdowns. And I'm pairing him with DeAndre Hopkins as my, you know, wide receiver too. And I couldn't be more pleased, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, these sunglasses, I, I might have to wear these a little bit more because, man, this is just unbelievable. And then look at this. Look at this. I've got great options if I wanted to go another wide receiver here and just straight up lock it up. Um, well, you're... Thinking about that, the next pick that was taken after Kenny Galladay, we from DJ Howard, Kevin Coleman, bringing out his team. You don't know though because the glasses. (laughs) Hold on. So good. Hold on. Hello. Can you guys hear me? It's like in the middle of 
a spiel on whatever picky pick. He's in the deep spiel. No, sorry. You guys are you <laughs> guys uh I'm gonna... there you go. Sorry. Hey, I got we got I got a hard line the internet in. Yeah, okay. So um Sneeze or breathe? Yes. You there? Okay. Good? Yeah. All right, Austin, if you want to go ahead and start by repeating who went after me, because I didn't get any of that. It was all laggy. After Kenny Galladay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Ready? Following the Kenny Galladay pick, we're seeing Eric Ebron, OJ Howard, Kevin Coleman, Jordan Howard, Lamar Miller. Jarvis Landry, Alshon Jeffrey, Will Fuller, and now we're over here to Johnny. Game time. What's it going to be? So I I went tight end here, Evan Ingram. I contemplated. Um, so I, I I definitely like what I'm seeing there. You know, I think he's going to be a, a target monster at like that this. tight end position. I the other position I was thinking, or the other player here, Tyler Boyd. I like him in this spot. But again, I would rather I've got my two wide receivers or what I feel are going to be my two wide receivers. So this allows me to kind of take a little bit more stabs at my other wide receivers. And so uh, I do think Tyler Boyd will be good. But Evan Ingram, I think, is the best tight end available on the board. And With that upside, this, too. Yeah. Really high. Yeah. I support that pick. And now we're seeing uh, following that Eric Ebron pick, or excuse me, Evan Ingram, Calvin Ridley. Followed up by Mike Williams, Sammy Watkins, and then Travis, tell us about your pick here. In yeah, season. so I went with uh, Tyler Lockett. I was eyeballing uh, Sammy Watkins or Mike Williams. Uh, they both got sniped a little bit right before me, so that was upsetting. But I went with Tyler Lockett. Obviously, the computer didn't realize that Doug Baldwin doesn't have a team because they went with Doug Baldwin <laughs> right after. But because Late of that, and Kareem Hunt is suspended. Yeah, so. So I'm going to go with Tyler Lockett here. I think with Doug Baldwin gone, yes, DK Metcalf is an enticing prospect. He'll be there. But Tyler Lockett is a guy that has done it with uh, Russell Wilson and is a Top guy 15 that, receiver. Last yeah, year. exactly. And I think that was with spurts of Doug Baldwin being there. Yeah. So and I don't what, really care who's guarding Tyler Lockett based on his play. Style. Yeah, exactly. And, and the way that he can get open after Russell Wilson breaks contain uh, that and he just darts it down the field. I love that. And the upside's there. With a stable of running backs that I had, I wanted to go with upside wide receivers. I've done that so far with Stephon Diggs and with Tyler Lockett. Mm -hmm. Looking back at running back here, maybe. He's on, um, the, on the other side. Yeah, I'm going to try and uh, take a peek at this. So, Austin, if you want to break down who went after yeah, me. Yeah, we're in those ones following Tyler Lockett and Doug Bald. And we saw Tyler Boyd, Johnny's boy there, James White, DJ Moore, Hunter Henry, Kareem Hunt. Yeah, so I think I am going to go with... On the clock shot. Yeah. 
TikTok for the mock. <laughs> Turning into a doctor. I, uh... Seuss, but... <laughs> Is it a That's lock? Good. <laughs> I'm going to go with your guys' guy out in Arizona, Christian Kirk here. Back-to-back wide receiver. I feel confident in my running backs. I want to st- put a stable of, of wide receivers together. I like the upside there. With the upside that's mm. going on in Arizona. Mm. And Christian right. Kirk being the most season behind Larry Fitzgerald, obviously, but the most athletic season guy sure. in that sure. roster. I like him there. Following up there, we saw Russell Wilson off the board, Vance McDonald, Drew Brees, and now to Johnny. All right. So it's... It's really nice with the way my, my draft is kind of forming here. I, ha- I have a lot of options, so I I don't necessarily have to take literally a, a, hundreds. <laughs> well, I, I just I don't need to take a specific position because I, I've given myself a pretty good flexibility. You don't even need to draft like anybody right. at all. So, ooh, we got. Didn't even let me. All right, the, this is a little. This is a little hint here to Whisper Nation American when you're drafting. <laughs> If you look ahead at what people have, it might give you a nice little, you know, preview at what they might select. The guys after Yeah, so are you thinking like they, the three of those four don't have quarterbacks? So you right. you're going quarterback here? Uh, yeah, so I, I wasn't going to go quarterback, but when I look at the quarterback position, you got Matt Ryan there, and, you know, he should be a, a top, uh, you know, a top quarterback again this year. I do like that position. I, Probably. Yeah, uh, if I'm looking at the wide receiver, I do like Allen Robinson here uh, in the seventh round. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm looking at what my what players around me, again, I, I do think there will be a quarterback run here. So I'm going to go ahead and, and hope that maybe there's a couple wide receivers I do like um, that could fall to me if I wanted to go that. But I'm going to take Matt Ryan and just get okay. that position. Solid choice. Yeah. Following there, we saw Robbie Anderson off the board, Philip Rivers, David Njoku, Carson Wentz, LaShawn McCoy, Rashad Penny, Latavius Murray, Jared Goff. Back to you, Johnny. And look at that. Sometimes the draft just comes to you boys, just like I was saying. The guy that I was <laughs> like Postmates. Eyeing, the guy that I was eyeing was right, wide receiver Allen Robinson. I was going to take him there in the seventh. He fell to me in the eighth. You know, if you just look ahead, look at that. Three quarterbacks. If you have faith and no expectations, amazing things can happen. Hey, or it's called knowing the draft board. Fantasy. That helps, too. Whispers. Whispers. (laughs) Following that, Allen Robinson grabbed Corey Davis. Uh, Dante Pettis. The Chicago Bears defense, first one off the board. Big Travi, who'd you take there in the eighth? Jared Cook. I wanted to shore up uh, the last tight end that I thought was reliable here Mm -hmm. with a good offense. Um, I think he'll get plenty of touchdown opportunities with New Orleans. Mm Mm-hmm. I like that one a lot. I think uh, this is one of my favorite sleeper picks of the tight end position. Um, get into that a little bit later. Uh, following up, Jarek McKinnon, Cam Newton, Peyton Barber, Royce Freeman, Carlos Hyde, AP, short for Adrian Peterson. <laughs> Big Travis. <laughs> really? Yes. AD also is his nickname. Yeah. As well as AP, they have similar sounding consonants. But one stands for all day, and the other one stands for Adrian Peterson. Good to know. But it's Good the same Because he can play all day. And never All get day. tired. Apparently not. He's like 42 and he's running thousand yard seasons still. It's amazing. I know. It's crazy. And with getting, his, with his and getting three year contracts. <laughs> he's still getting yeah, three year ho- contracts. Yeah, and hobbling down the field faster than anybody rocking that pimp limp. Uh, after, okay. That's like how, take- how demoralized you got to be as a defender. You're, you're watching Adrian Peterson go back, 
you know, go by you. You're running as hard as you can, and that dude is limping down the. He field. looks like he's running. He looks like he's running with a 15 pound weight in one hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 No, it's it probably digging off. through so, it. That's what we call the pimp limp. All right. <laughs> we saw Jared Cook there, Jerry McKinney, Cam Newton, Peyton Barber, Royce Freeman, Carlos Hyde, AP. Who'd you take them there on the backside? So I took Jalen Samuels. I knew I needed to get a running back. I took a running back with a little bit of upside because we've seen Connor have some injury issues before last Mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. We also seen what the Pittsburgh Steelers have done, Mm -hmm. uh, bringing in an old running back coach from college of Mm Jalen Samuels. So if this guy can get the job, we know what a guy as the number one uh, back in Pittsburgh can do. This is just a, a lottery ticket at this Boomer point bust. in the ninth, yeah. in the ninth round. You get yourself a first round running back there right. in the ninth, but you need a few things to happen there. Following up, Marvin Jones, Sterling Shepard, Emmanuel Sanders, and that takes us to Johnny Game Time Hicks with the eighth pick in the ninth round. All right, with this one, I'm going to take a flyer here. I just love what this player can do, and I foresee him being fantasy relevant possibly in the second half and due to the fact that I have three starting uh, running backs already. I don't necessarily need him to hit immediately, but I think by midseason he will be a fantasy stud. He is one of my guys. That is David Montgomery. David Montgomery out in Chicago. Next pick, we see Cortland Sutton followed by Deshaun Jackson, Devin Funchess, Tom Brady, DK Metcalf, Austin Eckler, Gus Edwards, Trey Burton, which takes us back to Johnny. All right. Let's see. My Potter is not not liking this. He's <laughs> I don't think he likes your team. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. We know he we know he loves the sunglasses though, because he does love the sunglasses. Who could I Duh. think he wants on camera? <laughs> Or not? He he doesn't. <laughs> he just wants He's like, to, no, it was your team. He just wants to scratch team. my leg. Misread the situation. Hopefully, he didn't misread the draft board. Yeah. All right. Um, this is a tricky What's going one through here. Your head here, Johnny. Well, to be to be honest with you, I'm I'm kind of battling a couple of ideas in my head right now, and that is either. Well, why should I tell Travis? He's, he could take my picks. I don't even think I should. Well, you're up right now. So he I could literally take, can't he take, take both of them. Pick. That's safe. That's <laughs> Whichever one you pick here. It's pretty much locked up. He's not going to get that yeah, one. Yeah, I won't be able to get that guy. Barring cheat right. codes. Barring cheat or, or trades, which Travis is known for. He loves lot, I've lots never of trades. traded in my life. I've never traded in my life. All right. Um, I'm just going to make a decision here. And you can never have too many running back stabs. So give me Donta Foreman. Like that one. Followed up, Baltimore Ravens defense, Los Angeles Rams defense, Golden Tate. Travis, who'd you take there in the 10th? Geronimo Allison. I listen, the last last Oh, I was eyeing him. That's who I was. I took MBS ahead of uh, Geronimo because I didn't think he was on the board. I've learned my lesson, and that's why we mock draft. So we want to we want to be able to learn our lessons. We want to be able to take something from this. Make mistakes, man. Yeah, make mistakes. Don't was, be afraid. I was literally don't choosing. Don't ever be afraid. Step in the arena. 
just get some dirt on Except yourself, get reading. dirty, and then boom, I'm going to follow it up with Miles Sanders. Previously taken before that, Ben Roethlisberger, Jameis Winston, Marquise Goodwin, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Larry Fitzgerald in reverse order. Ooh. After Ben Roethlisberger, we saw Miles Sanders taken, Mike Davis, Delaney Walker, James Washington, and now we're at Johnny's pick in the 11th. All right, if you're here in the 11th, now I can really take some deep dives here and deep dive. I really thought that was the model for your entire team. <laughs> oh, well, maybe it is. And those are all going to come gems. I'm going to go ahead I'm gonna, I'm going to go ahead and um sure up that Green Bay backfield, get Jamal Williams. Therefore, I I know for sure I got that backfield locked up. I don't have to worry about this nonsense of who it's going to be. Big believer in insurance policies there. I like that one especially. Yeah. Deion Lewis was taken afterwards, followed by Josh Allen, D.D. Westbrook, the Jacksonville Jaguars defense. Jaguars. Greg, the legs, Zerline, Kyler Murray out of Arizona, Jay Ajayi, and Lamar Jackson bringing us to the 12th round pick for Johnny Game Time Hicks. All right. So the best defenses on the board are Houston's defense, Minnesota's defense, which... It is kind of early to take a defense still, I think, unless you're – I mean, I'm feeling pretty confident about my team, but not that confident where I don't want to take another stab here. I and love listen, blind confidence. Listen, I don't know – everything I've been reading is that this is Ronald Jones' game right now. This is backfield. So, Rojo. You know, and, and I don't – you know, everyone wants to say you can't catch, and I believe that. But the weird <laughs> thing, the weird thing is, they only used him in catching and pa passing downs last year. So I don't even understand that. But we do know that the running back for Bruce Arians' offense is extremely fantasy relevant. So shoot, in the twelfth twelfth round, if it ends up being Ronald Jones, and that's a steal. So stick I'll, his dip his hands in pine tar. Yeah. Pulsing that little giant stuff, hey, you know, and then go. and then if he, it, hey, you always need one guy to drop anyway. There's always a, a week one waiver guy. So if he isn't the guy, guess what? He's done. He's cut. No big deal. Exactly. Same thing with Deontay Foreman. Ito Smith, dude. Whoa, those are fighting cousins. words. <laughs> fighting words, dude. Who did you take? Who did you take at the twelfth round? So I took back-to-back uh, -back mock drafts. I'm taking Daryl Henderson. This might be a theme of my summer here. Uh, I want to take some stock in, in Daryl Henderson where I can in these 10th, 11th, 12th rounds because, listen, I you know we discussed it a little bit last time. If Gurley goes down, we know that McVay will use one guy. It just depends on who that guy it is. It might not even be about going down. Yeah. We got arthritis yeah. in the knees. Yeah. We saw him trade up. And listen, Mar yeah. arthritis is not a healable thing. It's no. Not, it's not going to go away. No one's arthritis is cured. Yes. Yeah. So um, you just get well, more pain today, pills. We just, they or need, put like, on that of, ointment. Put on that uh, special that, that special ointment, that lotion. Um, so Daryl Henderson is, is a guy I'm going to take a lot of stock in <laughs> uh, this year. He puts the lotion. I'm going to try and move along before Johnny keeps talking about lotion. <laughs> Uh, just making us all cringe here. Yeah, we're talking about skin and lotion, uh, yeah. and I'm feeling very uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, I'm actually gonna take a stab. Is on too, and I'm like, where is this windowless van? <laughs> where is this? <laughs> Free candy painted on the side. All right, Daryl Henderson, <laughs> followed by Rob Gronkowski, coming out of retirement. <laughs> Dude, is this the same team? Know. 
guy. It is, a, dude. This the retirement team. squad. Dude. Oh my god! This, this He's got Doug Baldwin, Kareem Hunt, <laughs> and now Rob Gronkowski. Watch out, Brett Favre's going in the next round after this one. <laughs> All right, Sebastian Janikowski follows Gronk. Uh, Texas, Houston's Rex Burkhead, Cleveland Browns, Tyrell Williams. Who'd you take then here, Travi? So I took Nikhil Harry here in the 13th. Mm. Worth the stab here if he becomes that touchdown guy for the Patriots. I like it down here in the 13th because I basically could be dropping this guy in the next couple of weeks if I need to uh, based on roster space. And for the 13th, this guy, you know, he could end up returning top 20, top 15 value. Sure. Um, so like when Brady's thrown in the ball, you just hope they develop that connection early. I yep. do not see the Patriots drafting a receiver in the first round unless they really believed in what this guy's right. about. All right. about the value there for them. Liam Hines taken, followed by Dak Prescott, Justice Hill. Clock's on you, Johnny. All right. So there, I, I really do like the the Daryl Henderson pick by Travis. I really, you can't I, have him. No, I can't. And I was <laughs> quit looking at my team. You so can trade I'm going to go. No one wants Deontay Foreman. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go another running back stab here, Damian Harris who could end up having the Rex Burkhead role there in New England if, you know, there are rumors that Rex Burkhead could get cut. And if so, they just took Damian Harris in the second round, right? Second or third round of the draft. Um, so spent pretty high draft capital on him. And, and right. I like what what I saw out of him out of Alabama. So what I, re- what I really like about this picks is you have more flexibility on your roster to drop players now for other dudes on the waiver. Right. <laughs> so- <laughs> You've really built a stable of running backs here from the 10th round on that you could just really burn through if you need to. Which is nice to have that Yeah, when you have that many bench spots available, it's real nice. You keep yourself, you keep your options open. All right, Minnesota Vikings. It's also good for like two for ones or three for ones. Like if you need to bundle, like maybe somebody will take these guys off your hands if you need to get a better. If you hit though, if you hit. If you really want Daryl Henderson, I might take. Damian Harris and like David Montgomery. Yeah, I get a couple of dice yeah. rolls in yeah. there. Yeah, no, <laughs> that that trade is not happening. I like my guys too much. Minnesota Vikings <laughs> followed by T.J. Hawkerson, uh, uh, Moncrief, Kyle Rudolph, Curtis Samuel, New York Jets defense. So I'm Fireman. Will, that's who you got now, Johnny. All right, so this is a draft strategy I sometimes like to implement uh, if I'm – you know, want to see a little bit more out of a couple of players. So in this case, I got a lot of running backs, like you alluded to. I could drop one if needed. Um, and so I'm actually going to skip on getting a kicker. A kicker is a kicker. Uh, I understand. Get a couple I, different ones so, throughout the league anyway. Yeah, so um, I'm not going to draft. I'm going to uh, draft a kicker. I'm going to take um, John Brown here. I like what I'm, you know, the idea on paper like of that. John Brown with, you know, Mr. Gunslinger over there in Buffalo. So, and that just yeah. is another dart throw for me. I like that one a lot. I like that. Yeah, bit. why don't you speak a little bit on that strategy, Austin? It's something you've employed before, maybe not taking a kicker, not taking a defense, mm-hmm. not and taking loading a tight up end. on more skill guys, and then deciding by the time the season starts. Sure, so I love to take these guys with high upside uh, that you find later on down there, and the reality over in Buffalo is that we don't have a number one, and John Brown is most likely the most talented receiver there. Not only is he probably the most talented, even if he it's his low side, it is still a speed demon out there um, with a big arm quarterback behind him. Uh, we saw him do really well uh, the last couple of years. When as long as he's been healthy, and he's been yeah. healthy, 
Um, I really like that over there. It could be the number one that you just grabbed in the 14th round. Um, I'd, I'd rather take that than a kicker. You're probably going to drop anyways. Um, definitely more value. Uh, running ahead now, Justin Tucker, speaking of kickers, Harrison Butker, uh, Austin Hooper. Great name. Yeah, right. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, so I took the ghost, Stephen Gostkowski. Yep. Uh, obviously, the Patriots, we know they score points. So no They're not afraid for me. to use him. He's a fantastic kicker. The only concerning part about that is it is the Patriots, and you'll see him do weird stuff. If It's like, hey, it's a 45-yard field goal. They could put it in right now, but they're going to go for it on fourth down instead and try to get a new set of downs, similar to how Pittsburgh runs it every once in a while. But Ghost is the most with Ghost. <laughs> Followed up with <laughs> nope, nope. Adam Vinatieri, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vinat- uh, Anthony Miller, Kai Forbath, Nelson Aguilar, Malcolm Brown. Jimmy Graham and who do you then got here? Last pick. Travis. So I took the Broncos. They beefed Why up not? their defense again. Um, they continue to spend picks on defense. The only concern here would be the offense not doing enough to give them uh, ample opportunity, maybe mm-hmm. wearing them out. Mm-hmm. But I got a little bit of faith in Joe Flacco's dead arm, his noodle arm. So let's see what <laughs> the Denver Broncos can do here. Mm-hmm. Another year of Bradley Chubb paired with Von Miller. Take we a go. step. Well, he never had. Hold on. Joe Flacco never had a noodle arm. It was his, he had a noodle hip. Yeah, well, I mean. That yeah. whole dude has been sitting in boiling water. <laughs> dude is a noodle. <laughs> Following it up the Dallas uh, kicker, Brett Maher, followed by Chris Thompson, Mitch Trubisky. Who are you taking with your last pick, Johnny? I took uh, the Arizona Cardinals defense. Nice. Uh, I like, you know, Chandler Jones is always among the sack leaders. They also brought oh, in. Thank you. They also brought in Suggs. Um, you know, they've got now they drafted a second corner and Murphy, who seems to be very, very good. Uh, that's all the yeah. So, um, bring so, in Vance Joseph to run that defense. So, yeah. he's he's had great track record as a coordinator in this league. So, and look, if you know, if they're not if they're not good, I'm going to I'm going to stream defenses anyway. So, um, always I'll take always it. a possibility. Yeah, closing out the mock draft here, we saw Robert Foster, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Rosas, and finally, last pick. You want to shout that one for Travis? Yeah, Kalen Balaj is actually yeah, that a is really a- interesting pick. Uh, I actually would have taken a stab at this guy had I been looking a little. And I'm very intrigued by Kalen Balaj. Hey, maybe you can trade what, trade him. Miami has never really loved Kenyon Drake, um, and if he's the only guy ahead of him, and Balaj was really good at ASU. He had some really good uh, talent. He flashed in college, so that could be an uh, interesting one there. And he had some good games as well at the end of last season. So yeah, I, yeah it's it's a good a good pick for the last pick. All right. Um, so I think now what we'll we'll do is uh, we'll each break down our team, and then Austin, you'll be that final judge as you were last week to give us that nod, that seal of approval. I'll start it off here because, you know, beauty before Johnny. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start it off here. I went with Christian McCaffrey, Leonard Fournette, Derrick Henry. Really beefed up my running back core. Wanted to start strong with a start with a strong base uh, of running backs. I have faith in these guys to get a lot of carries, to get a lot of usage. Then I wanted to go with upside for the next couple picks since I did start with that strong base. So I went Stephon Diggs, a lot of touchdown upside in Minnesota. Uh, Baker Mayfield, I know I got a lot of flack here for that pick, but I really like Baker's upside this year, and it's worth a stab. If you can get, especially in standard leagues, depending on your touchdown points, if you can get a quarterback that really sets the earth on fire, it's a positional advantage, and it's really helpful paired with um, strong running backs. Could be really dangerous. Tyler Lockett, once again, upside here for a guy who now doesn't have to compete with Doug Baldwin for the number one guy, the most seasoned vet as the wide receiver. 
Uh, Christian Kirk, this was kind of an upside play too. Uh, I like his experience. Jared Cook, solid tight end here in the eighth. Jalen Samuels, a dice roll here. Maybe he gets that Pittsburgh job. Geronimo Allison, great shot to be the number two in Green Bay. Learned my lesson from last week. Miles Sanders really should step into a LeGarrette Blunt, Jay Ajayi type role in Philadelphia. And I think that could be a, a great steal in the 11th. I don't see his ADP staying in the 11th, um, especially in standard leagues. Mm-hmm. But uh, I had to take him there. Daryl Henderson, upside once again here as a dice roll, who could be the guy for the Rams, uh, given Todd Gurley's situation. Nikhil Harry, another rookie with upside, given his draft stock in New England. New England's kicker, Ghost, and the Denver Broncos defense. Nice breakdown there. Johnny, how about you? All right, so with my first pick, I went and I I did the uh, DeAndre Hopkins was the best on the board. I wasn't sure about James Conner or Le'Veon Bell, so I decided I was going to do a little bit of the anchor, wide receiver anchor, so DeAndre Hopkins. And then in the second round, I needed to get some running backs. So Damian Williams, he has monster upside. He has RB1 upside, so I took him. Aaron Jones, we saw him break out and Josh Jacobs, so I feel like I have a really good, solid running back base there in standard leagues. You like running backs. so And then uh, Kenny G just kind of fell to me there in the fifth round. I'm still in shock, still in awe. Um, in fact, now take these off because I don't, I don't need to bluff anymore. And uh, now that I see this even brighter, it's like, whoa, my team's a little blinding because it's so good. Uh, I went in the sixth round. And it's like took... a bad car wreck. You just can't look away. Just... No, I think it's a shrapnel that got on your eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, I like it. Wait till you I get like to round it. nine and on. It's yeah. So really I took I took uh, Kenny G there, and then Evan Ingram, best tight end on the board at that point. Followed that up with Matt Ryan. Felt like there was going to be a quarterback run right after me. Sure enough, there was. So I'm glad that I took him there. Uh, Allen Robinson, again, another guy that I, I put myself in a position where I could uh, start just taking, you know, best available player as opposed to trying to fit a need or fit a position at that point. So Allen Robinson fell to me. David Montgomery, extremely high on him. I just started taking running backs because I want as many dart throws at running backs. You know, people will make fun of you in your league, you know, like I'm getting made fun of here. But the truth is running backs, <laughs> that's not why we're making running backs are pure gold. Uh, and so all you have to do is hit on Some one or two backs. and, you know, and 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 then there's your they're your league winner. So um, I went on just a heavy running back run, just guys mm-hmm. that I really like as really high upside, but also have low floors. So mm-hmm. if. If I do need to cut them, it's quick, it's dead weight, and I can get them out off my roster and, and get real people in there. So uh, mm-hmm. Donta Foreman I took in the 10th. Jamal Williams assured that uh, you know the Green Bay Packers backfield don't want to have to mess with trying to trade with someone. Then yeah. Ronald Jones, uh, again, talked about his upside, and Damian Harris as well, a high upside. I wanted to try to sneak another wide receiver in here, so I decided I was going to you know punt uh, the kicker position, pun intended. Uh, and then I Punt. took, yeah, intended. Yeah. Oh, I like that one. Uh, and then, uh, so I took, uh, John Brown. He was the best wide receiver available at that point. I can't believe he's still there on the 14th. Uh, and then I, I followed up with, uh, Arizona Cardinals defense. Cause why not? I needed a defense and on paper, they look pretty interesting. Love that. All right. So I'm going to take a look now at both of your squads. We're going to go position by position Weigh it out with uh, the metric that I'm just kind of feeling in the moment and <laughs> declare a winner um, for the entire universe. Okay, here we go. 
Uh, we'll start off with Johnny because he just went, and let's stick with that one. So quarterback position, uh, Matt Ryan up there. Uh, well, actually, we're just going to compare these two to head-to-head. You guys already broke them down there. So Johnny to Travis are at the quarterback position starting up there. Matt Ryan to Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield has the higher upside on this right now on paper, but I have to ask, does he? Does Baker Mayfield have an MVP behind him? Does Baker Mayfield was he a top three fantasy quarterback last year? I think if Baker Mayfield does what Matt Ryan did last year, you're very excited. I also think if Matt Ryan does what he did last year, you're very excited. Yeah. Um, so, so with that one, John, uh, Johnny does not get the nod. Travis gets the nod on this one, um, because it is, we're in the month of May right now. And this is what we're looking at. Um, but that one's pretty close. We, we we gave Travis some grief on that Baker Mayfield pick, and I, I stick by that grief there. Um, but head-to-head head right now, you get you get a slight edge on that one. Going to the running back position, uh, sticking with Travis, we'll do one, two, threes. He's got Christian McCaffrey, Leonard Fournette, and Derek Henry. Compare that to Johnny's, Damian Williams, Aaron Jones, Josh Jacobs. Travi's got the nod on this one because of how high the ceiling is for these three guys. Johnny's running back core is strong. It's a really good one. You get a lot of RB1s out there. Josh Jacobs, Aaron Jones, Damian Williams. I mean, Damian Williams, number one running back for an Andy Reid-led offense, gold. Aaron Jones could be the lead running back for Aaron Rodgers-led offense, gold. Josh Jacobs, we know he wants him to be the guy. Like, nice silver. So yeah. that could be good there. Uh, but then over here with Travis, Christian McCaffrey, Leonard Fournette, Derek Henry. Yeah. Those, are- those first Christian McCaffrey, rock solid. He's gonna catch pass, he's gonna run the ball, he's gonna be on the goal line. Can't go wrong there. Leonard Fournette, if he is healthy, this is a elite running back. Two years ago, he clocked the fastest land speed time for any offensive player around 22 miles an hour. Uh, that being carried by a 245 pound frame is a dangerous combo there. Derek Henry, similar position there as Leonard Fournette, huge man. Uh, strong, but inconsistent. We saw him pop off at the end of last season, though, that just the question is, is it going to last? And do you have anything to be concerned about with the running back by committee strategy over there uh, with Deion Lewis? Maybe, maybe not. Um, Travis gets the nod on the running backs for this one. Wide receiver position, Stefan Diggs, Tyler Lockett, Christian Kirk. Those are big Travis, big three uh, compared to Johnny Hicks's DeAndre Hopkins, Kenny Galladay, and Allen Robinson. Um, this one's easy. This is quick. Johnny gets the nod on this one because he has three starting number ones uh, that are all talented wide receivers. Um, Travis has Stefan Diggs, who maybe is the number one, might be the number two. Um, he's still competing over there uh, with Adam Thielen. I love Stefan Diggs. I do. Um, but with Adam Thielen over there, that 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 does cut into his value a bit. Um, Tyler Lockett, love his play style, love the situation over there. It's just still a Russell Wilson led team and they're, they're not a pass heavy squad. You're going to have some huge games, but you got to expect a low floor from any receiving option you got over there in Seattle. Um, and then Christian Kirk, like Christian Kirk, like his upside. Uh, but there's a lot of receivers over there. We're dealing with a new quarterback. We're dealing with new system. Just a lot of question marks that are there. Um, and because it's taken the seventh round there, I got to give the nod to Johnny. Uh, I want to take one moment here to pause for the listeners on this one to share an insight I really picked up on last year, you know, after doing almost a decade's worth of fantasy football. And I had been under the presumption before that wide receivers' roles can be similar to a running back's role. Meaning, if you have a starting running back for a team, it doesn't matter if that offense is amazing or bunk. That's a that's a valuable position. 
It doesn't translate, though, the way I thought it did to the receiving position. A wide receiver one on a bogus offense is going to be waiver wire material. You don't need to hold on to one of those guys. I used to love to take dark throws in the late rounds of, you know, last year, for instance, Michael Crabtree, you know, getting him in the eighth, ninth, Kev- Kelvin Benjamin grabbing him in the 11th when he was with Buffalo. Um, I was like, oh, these guys are going to going to pop off, do something. They're not. Um, you need to have talent <laughs> at the receiver position. Um, if you have talent and a role and a great system then and a quarterback, like, yeah, you can get you can get really great with a one. And that's why that's probably why you get lulled to sleep taking a one. Yeah, because exactly. you think that they're going to have all these things. Oh, my God. He's, he's the one. Yeah, he's going to get 20 targets. OK, is he going to catch any of them? What's the depth of the target? Yeah. You know, where are they at on the field? So, yeah, that's a great point. I'm glad you brought that a lot in. Of variables. Also. Talent is very important at the receiving position and because of that that's why johnny gets the nod here alan robinson i mean we've seen could be could be a wide receiver one kenny galladay uh second year so i really like that breakout potentially he's got a lot of upside um but then deandre hopkins and then even pepper in you know with those extra picks there so then uh for the other receivers coming off the bench travi with geronimo allison akil harry like those ones a lot especially with geronimo but then with John Brown, now I might be uh, saying a little of the opposite of what I just said, but John Brown's upside going around with Josh Allen, who we really don't know what he's about yet. It's a right. wild card pick because Josh Allen could be amazing. He could fall through the floor. We just don't know yet, though, but you're getting potentially a number one for a team with breakout speed with a quarterback who could fall in love there in the 14th. So Johnny takes the receiving spots there. Um, going to the tight ends then, Johnny's got Evan Ingram. Uh, Big Travis got Jared Cook. Both of the Evan Ingram is the guy. Evan Ingram is the guy here because of the talent that's there. But Jared Cook, time in and time out, he's productive. He's over in New Orleans. He's going to have Drew Brees throwing him the ball. We all remember the Jimmy Graham Drew Brees connection from a few years back. So don't sleep on Jared Cook. But the, with the lack of options over in in New York, um, and we've already seen the connection Evan Ingram has with Eli Manning. Uh, I like Evan Ingram in that spot. Uh, we we the flex can be filled in by one of these guys here. We're not going to touch on that. Going to kickers, uh, I don't even know who Big Travis is, but I know he has one. So Steve, Gus, yes. <laughs> he's got yeah, Gus yeah, and it's Guskowski. That's it's the Gus nod. Kowski. And it's yeah. Guskowski. You get the nod there just because Johnny went with that extra skill position there. I'm um, comparing the two defenses here: Denver Broncos, Arizona Cardinals. Higher floor for the Broncos, higher ceiling for the Cardinals. Um, just because you got a lot of you got a lot of playmakers over in Arizona, but it's a system we don't know what's going on. Denver Broncos are usually a really good squad there. It's really close. It's really close right there. Um, but I give the slight nod to to Johnny on the defense. So racking these ones up now, man. This is a really actually a close draft. We're, it yeah, sounds like we're gonna one. need to. Worcester Nation is gonna have to weigh in on this one. Please weigh in on this one. Tell me if I get it right or wrong over here. Um, quarterbacks really close to Johnny. Listen, I'm just, I'm not going to say anything, but maybe Johnny <laughs> should be disqualified for not having a kicker. I'm just, oh, I don't know. It's not an unfair point, but, oh, <laughs> uh, wow, guys, good job on this one. Um, oh, one other thing to touch on Johnny is he took this, he did take a bunch of these running backs that they, they really are dice throws with David Montgomery, Dante Foreman, Ronald Jones, Damian Harris. If you get just one of them to hit though. Yeah. You got a real new piece on this one. Oh, uh, kicker tight end. Mm, wow. Uh, damn, indecision is killing me on this one. I got to go with Travi here because of the running back combo. I like Johnny's receivers better, but and I like your running backs, Johnny. 
but Travis's one, two, three. I'm not like, honestly, Christian McCaffrey, Leonard Fournette, and Derrick Henry, if these guys are all in the yeah. top seven to finish the year, I'm not surprised these guys finishing in the top seven. Um, you could have one of those really, really cool situations where every running back you click on when you look under rank, it has a single digit number. Uh, Johnny has a potential of that too, but Josh Jacobs, Aaron Jones, Damian, it's just not as shiny with it. Everything else is really similar. I got to give the nod on this one to Big Travi. That's right. Tied it up. Tied up the mock draft. Face off. One one, baby. I I want to I want to pull the na- I want to pull Whisper Nation. So I think I pulled this one out. <laughs> oh, you need a recount? Oh. Yeah, because I I I think I pulled this one out. Well, Johnny makes a great point, Whisper Nation. We want to hear from you. We want to know what you think of this draft. Get down in those comments comments below. Let us know who won this. Let us know what style of draft you want us to draft next on these mock draft shows. We love you, Whisper Nation. That's Johnny Game Time Hicks. I'm Big Travi, and this is Austin Sear, and we're signing off. We love you guys. Peace so much. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Whisperers podcast. You can hear more from John and Travis on Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at TF Whisperers.